Good morning. It's a beautiful Sunday in the Old Pueblo. You're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored rock and roll radio station. This week, we speak with Julie Bonner, Director of Communications for Freefall Aerospace. It's a company launching satellites into space and launched itself from the University of Arizona. Today is Independence Day, July 4th. My name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus is on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core, and we shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From A Mountain to U Arizona and all stops in between, you get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM, streaming on downtownradio.org, also available on your iPhone or Android by heading over to your app store and getting the Downtown Radio Tucson app. If you want to get us here on the show, our email address is contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org. That website has all of our past shows, and you can find many of those on podcasting sites as well. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. And uh, you can tell your smart speaker to play Life Along the Streetcar podcast, and that might just pop up. Well, it is Independence Day, so we thought we'd start the show with a little news about fireworks. We do have the 24th annual A Mountain Fireworks Celebration happening this evening at 9 o'clock. And uh, you can check it out from all areas around downtown. Be aware of road closure starting around 5. Uh, but there's events over at the um, uh, Mercado just west of the freeway. There's stuff at the uh, TCC uh, spaces, but there is some limitations due to uh, some construction going on there. So head over to the uh, downtown fireworks if you're interested. And remember, transit uh, fares are free right now. Buses and streetcar is free. Just mask up and um, take a take a ride. Well, it is Independence Day, July 4th. And ever since 1996, when Will Smith blew up the mothership, Independence Day has been inextricably linked to aliens in space. So we thought today we'd share with you a story of a local company launching itself into space. And we have Julie Bonner, the director of communications for Freefall Aerospace, not just because of what they do, but where they came from. This is a effort that started at the university of Arizona and through its tech launch program, got into the mainstream. And we found out there's a lot of things uh, happening in that space realm. And Tucson has a place in space. So we thought we'd find out all about that with Julie Bonner. Hi, I'm Julie Bonner with Freefall Aerospace. Freefall Aerospace, that sounds pretty cool. What, what do you do with Freefall Aerospace? Freefall develops antennas for space and for the ground, ground stations. So it's new technology right here in Tucson, Arizona. And so in, what do you do? Do you go in space and you, you, you personally, are you the one that puts the... Yeah, antenna? I go every other weekend right now. <laughs> I hope to make that like more frequent. You know, there's gonna be a hotel there soon. But no, I, do, I don't actually go to space. I um, help Freefall with the marketing, communications, and design. So my current role is as marketing director for this company. So tell me about that piece of it first, because what I think of a company that puts antennas on rockets to go into space, I don't think of them needing like this huge marketing, like you're not trying to drive business, but... Well, actually, I think I, I am trying to drive business. It's interesting. Um, our, one of our co-founders, Doug Stetson, um, 
he was at NASA JPL for over 25 years and got to help off some really great missions, um, but also then when started Free Fall with Chris, Chris, Chris Walker, who's the other founder, um, they realized that marketing and, and communication is actually a really big part of a startup. So they started their own company, Freefall Aerospace, to take this technology Chris designed, actually at the U of A, and then bring it to market. And so they realized while the engineers are working on parts and prototypes in the lab, um, it's always important to have that marketing collateral promotions piece as you're looking for the latest round of funding, as you want to connect with um, future partnerships, future partners. So it's actually more important than I think people realize. And startups definitely need to make sure they have that kind of assistance. Well, we connected because this is a startup, and I was uh, kind of blown away by the fact that the U of A was so prominent in this. Because that Chris was a... Yes. Tell us about Chris and the U of A and how this yes. sort of came to be. Yes. So Chris Walker is a professor of astronomy at the University of Arizona. I think he also is like a double E um, and then one other college he's involved with. Um, so he's really busy, um, but he created this new design for this antenna, and it was while he was at the U of A. And so... Um, he partnered with Doug Stetson, who I mentioned earlier, and they took this through the whole tech launch program. And that's the incubator program for technology coming out of the U of A. And so they go through this whole process, and then eventually they recommended, hey, you could really use help with your branding, marketing, all of those pieces, and that's how I got connected with the company. So it was actually um, a few people over at Tech Launch that said to Doug, hey, you should talk to Julie Bonner, branding's her specialty. And so that's how the conversation got started. Um, so it's really exciting. This technology is from the U of A, and, um, and Freefall licenses that. And now Freefall has also created its own um, IP now as its own company. And, and so two things. First of all, tell me about Tech Launch. This is a, an intermediary from... Is it only for University of Arizona projects? Yes. So it's called uh, Tech Launch Arizona, and it was developed, it's over at the U of A, and it's that piece that helps bridge the gap between professors um, that have this new technology or inventions, and how do they actually go ahead and make that, turn that into a reality. And so it takes them through those steps. And then you'll see there's, um, there's, there's other pieces to that, like, there's new things like the bridges that are coming where then people can office or actually Freefall actually started in UACI, University of Arizona Center of Innovation. Um, that's where our first offices were, which is actually down on uh, Rita Road in that tech parks. U of A has really tried to put together this whole program for if you have this technology, um, how can you make it happen? And here's here's some guidance, here's some offices you can use, and so there's this whole program to really help create companies from technology at the U of A. And does the U of A benefit financially from this? Yes. Or? Okay. They, um, but yes, there's like a, it's, okay. the deals are worked out where U of A benefits um, from these deals with the licensing and that kind of thing. So the professor, with the help of the university, the students, the research, they, they come up and create the technology. That technology, if it's marketable, needs to get into the hands of someone with the capital to make it worthwhile. Yes. yes. And Tech Launch bridges that gap, money goes back to the university, and people like Chris and others yes. benefit. Yes. Uh, and, and he stays at the university. He hasn't left the university. He's still there. 
teaching? Yeah, so Chris is actually still at the University of Arizona teaching. Doug is um, our CEO. And what's really, two things I want to bring up is one, Doug actually is from Pasadena. Um, you know, he went to, he was at NASA JPL for so long. He could have chosen anywhere. They could have chosen anywhere to have our headquarters. And, but they wanted to keep it here in Tucson. So we have the University of Arizona ties. We created our headquarters here in Tucson, and we also have uh, some of uh, the grad students that Chris had are now employees of Free Fall Aerospace. So we're also hiring um, University of Arizona engineers to be a part of our company. So there's there's a really cool tie-in. And the other piece I want to mention was we talked about funding. Um, UA Venture Capital is 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 who invested in Free Fall, and it's really awesome, really exciting because because that type of funding is is what we needed to go to these next steps. And that's what um, that company does. They invest in technology that comes out of the U of A. And the portfolio is amazing. I actually met many of these other companies they've invested in um, pretty recently in a meeting, and it's exciting. It's a really diverse type of tech. There's a lot more in space and aerospace in Tucson than I was ever aware of. Are you familiar with kind of what's happening in that world? Yes. Um, What's exciting, not only in Tucson, but Arizona, I think Arizona as a state, I think we're going to be one of the next amazing like space states. Um, there's a lot going on you don't even realize. Um, but let's see, here in Tucson, so we're Freefall Aerospace. We're developing these antennas for space. It's, it's to help move data quicker, and everyone needs more data and faster and better. Um, and so we're developing an inflatable CubeSat antenna for space. Um, do st- I explain st- that? Stop right there okay. with CubeSat. Okay. Because uh, I just learned about this concept, yes. but uh, this is again technology beyond my okay. my comprehension. But yeah. tell us what a CubeSat is. CubeSat. Okay, so it's a really small, um, small satellite uh, that's very compact and that you can put up into space, and it costs less because it it, it weighs the masses a lot less, and so if you can have your technology fit into these, it's called a U, which basically means unit. So our our antenna is really exciting. It only fits into like two units of this CubeSat. And I mean like the size of like a, a loaf of bread, like really small. Um, that saves so much money. Back in the day, satellites were like eight tons and like three meters wide and they cost a lot of money. And nowadays you can send them up on rockets for a fraction of the cost. And what's exciting about ours is that it'll be compact inside this little box. Once it gets up into space, it, it opens and it'll inflate picture a beach ball and it will um, send and receive data better than other solutions but also it's so much cheaper to, to put up in a space because it weighs nothing picture it's air it's basically a bit of air inflated in here and then that helps this uh, uh, array kind of move data back down there and does someone have to be on the receiving end to do this or is it all done remotely it's actually automatic how it's going to be set up um, to, to go up and do that. And then we kind of build the other piece of that, which is a ground station. So you need the receiving end on Earth. And so we, we're using the same type of spherical technology and this antenna array on the ground. And so we're building the system of uh, moving data better. And you know that's where everything's going in space. So the more that we can actually get data back from space quicker, the better. Um, because why do we even put uh, experiments up in space if we can't actually get the data about how they're doing? So that's where we're solving that problem. You launch this yeah. this CubeSat. Is there does it go to a person 
is there a person that accompanies it to to set it up in no, space? No, it's no, no, no. It's just totally um, built to open up itself, basically. Wow. And we'll be back to our interview with Julie Bonner in just a moment. But first, I want to remind you that you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM and streaming on downtownradio.org. All right. Welcome back to our interview with Julie Bonner of Freefall Aerospace. Going to find out about other space ventures out of Tucson and what it means for the growth of our community. So we're talking, so we talked about U of A and we're talking about this inflatable CubeSat. And what's really exciting is we're working on this project right now, right now called CatSat for, you know, the U of A Wildcats. And it's, it's building this new um, small CubeSat that's going to go in space next April. So it's going to fly on a Firefly rocket out of Vandenberg Air Force Base. And this is a really exciting project because it's getting involved, my company, Freefall Aerospace, with the University of Arizona. University of Arizona students are getting the opportunity to work on this project. We also involved another Tucson um, aerospace-related place called Rincon's Research. They're supplying the radio in this effort. Um, so it's a really cool partnership with U of A, with these local um, tech companies, and we're putting it into space next April, and we're so excited. Freefall is not the only um, company out there. What, what else is happening in the, in the aerospace world? What's, what is Tucson doing in space? Stephen Fleming, he's at the U of A, he runs a space business roundtable once a month. And if you're interested, there's a list you can join. It's, it's free to attend. Um, every month he has a different speaker about space. And so um, Freefall, that's how I got involved the past. Doug was a speaker. But um, this past month we had Grant Anderson from Paragon. And Paragon is a Tucson company here. Um, it's really exciting. They build the life support systems for the astronauts that go in space. So very crucial things. You can't, he explained how obviously you can't just send a human up without the oxygen and the water and the, the environment so they can survive. And so that's what Paragon helps with. What's really cool is I think his workforce has expanded from like 50 to 150 in the past year. Like it's been a huge thing and it's exciting. They're right here and that's another company you may not even know about. Um, What's been fun is in the past I've gone to conferences like we had one in Spacecom, it's called Spacecom, it's in Houston, and like Freefall, we're right here, and then across across the aisle is Paragon, and we're like two Tucson tech companies um, in this really cool field of really other really cool space um, tech happening. You know what's interesting too is um, over the past few years I've really connected with this group called the Arizona Spaceport Alliance, and so they're trying to build a spaceport i think believe in yuma and uh it's exciting about a place in our state that rockets we have the great weather um i think the sea of cortez is right nearby so it's a safer place to launch there's exciting things that can happen and these are things happening behind the scenes that not everyone knows about and a lot of this then is is connected through the university of arizona and and their their efforts is that what I'm understanding? Yes, um, I I would say the University of Arizona, especially with the Space Business Roundtable, has been hosting this uh, roundtable for a few years now, and it's been a great way to connect with other other space related businesses, network, and then learn about new information coming. So, when when you talk about the University of Arizona's position with with this type of technology, 
are there similar efforts across the country, or is the University of Arizona stand out? Are we we're number one, or, or are we just one of th thousands of space roundtables across the country? Like I mentioned, how Arizona is uh, becoming, I think, this really space state. Um, ASU is also really involved with research. Um, I, there was this uh, cool expert. She was up there about Mars. Uh, she talked a lot about Mars on Twitter. Um, it's really fun, actually. I want to bring that up to follow some of these uh, universities and also just experts in space to see what's going on. Um, so I think ASU is really involved, and in fact, uh, Freefall also partnered with ASU on a, a kind of a what's it called capstone project for some of their students about one of our ground stations. So. We're really trying to connect like with the community, connect with universities and and obviously University of Arizona, but we're you know, we're open to other schools and we hope that we can help um, help the youth of kind of Arizona get into this growing industry. And I know this is not your project, but yeah. uh, there's been a lot of news lately about uh, 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 the U of A team working with a uh, uh, following us uh, an asteroid. Yes. Uh, yeah. you know much about that project? Uh, you just asked about the Bennu, the asteroid um, in space, that finally they just got to take the sample. And I, I actually watched it with my son. It's really exciting. So seeing uh, this technology a few years later actually reach an asteroid, collect a bit of dust and dirt and sample, going to bring that back, and it'll take a few years to get back. But it's really exciting. I actually just saw it to the U of A had an anonymous donation of $2 million for their space programs. And some of that is going to go more to the OSIRIS-REx project. And OSIRIS-REx, that's the project with, with yes. the asteroid. Okay. Yes. And you mentioned your son, so let me ask you yeah. about that. You, he's at an age where he's probably enamored by space, but has since you've been working for Freefall, has his sort of ambitions in life changed? Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, we're finally starting to understand more about, in the beginning, he, he, he thought... I built airplanes or something like so now that he's been in the office he really understands and what's adorable is that so he's 10 he's come in and he'll like design he'll sketch something out and show it to Doug and be like I think this is something maybe you guys can invent like so he's he's drawing he's coming up with concepts um what's really cool though is I brought him to the last space business roundtable with Paragon and Seaver has an interest especially in science and chemistry and while you really need to understand chemistry and science if you're building life support systems, um, you know, in space. So he basically said, I think I want to work here when I'm older. So he's 10, so we'll, we'll see what happens. But I think it's really cool that he's getting exposed to these companies and technology that, that it's like that I, you know, didn't know a few years ago. So yeah, I think that's how you start to build a dynasty. You, 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 you get the... Uh the intellectual property from the University of Arizona turned into marketable, and then you get the community rallied around that employment, and then the families start to get involved. And next thing you know, you've got a ten-year-old that a few years ago probably had very little interest in space, and now all of a sudden is, you know, on the the fast track to go to the U of A's aerospace program and yeah. take one of his uh, his drawings and get it launched into space in a few years. He definitely has, and I think he definitely has kind of engineering vibes. He's really good with math and science, and. Um I think if he's a little problem solver, I think it'll be a good fit, and and uh, I won't be sad if he doesn't come to my company because <laughs> it'll be okay. Yeah, well, as long as he's making the money and taking yes. care of mom, right? There you that's go. that's yes, all that matters. Take care of me, please. <laughs> well, this has been fascinating for me because I I just don't think of sleepy old Tucson, you know, it's the old west town. I don't think of it as a a pioneer in, in space travel, but really, it's it it has its place in space. 
Yeah, it, uh, there's definitely a place in space. And, you know, one thing also, if anyone wants to learn more about the technology in general in Arizona is we're really involved with the Arizona Technology Council. It's statewide. And so um, there's events in Tucson, there's events in Phoenix, but it's been really eye-opening for me to learn about what we're doing right here, right in Tucson, and also connecting with um, other people in technology, and then especially for me, women in technology, which is even more of a minority, I believe. So um, there's a lot happening. It's just not as uh, talked about as our tacos and trails, right? Which which are the fun, you know, the, the things that we, we love, we all love, so. Uh, I, I love the story of the University of Arizona, this con co concept of the tech launch, the capital from UA Venture, all of this sort of happening organically and um, you know, leading to great things and uh, the great beyond. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I appreciate your time and uh, look forward to the April 2022 launch. Yes. And um, there, there will be lots of news about our April launch since I'm the one behind all the... <laughs> I'll be pushing the news. Everyone will hear about the launch in April, and there'll be lots leading up to it as well. Well, let's let's circle back at the beginning of the year and um, see if I can squeeze an invite into the launch party. Okay. Yes. Sounds good. All right. Thanks for your time. Thanks. Look at me peddling my influence to get invited to a, a launch party. That'd be pretty cool. Thank you to Julie Bonner of Freefall Aerospace. Thank you to the University of Arizona for carving out a place in space for our Tucson brain trust. My name is Tom Heath. You are listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio 99.1 FM and streaming on Downtown Radio. And do head over there and get your swag on. Those uh, purchases and those donations come in handy for an all-volunteer radio station. I don't know if I've told you this before, but we are all volunteers. The DJs, our board of directors, Everyone is a volunteer, and those volunteers were working hard just a few weeks ago to get our studio ready for our broadcasting. Up until recently, everybody had been back home going remotely and uh, came out on a Saturday. A big crew of volunteer DJs came out, cleaned up the studio, did some disinfecting, got things set up to make safety procedures uh, in place so that as we transfer shows over, people are safe. Had people climbing on the roof to fix things with our antennas. Our FM signal was strong. And I'll tell you what, all volunteers. But it's nice to have them back. I've been listening all week, and I assume you have been, because why would you listen to anything else? You've heard that many of our shows that had to take a little bit of a hiatus because they weren't able to broadcast remotely are back. And uh, it's been a great week for rock and roll in Tucson and around the world if you're streaming on our app or from downtownradio.org. And just as a reminder, on Sundays... We are just part of a fantastic lineup. It starts uh, in the morning with uh, Mr. Nature and Little Leaf Radio. One of my favorite shows coming up right before us is The Art of Easing with DJ Bank. He calls himself the musical bum, but that man is anything but. And then after our show is Words and Work with information about the labor movement, Heavy Mental with Ty Logan, and then we get into our non-rock mix Sundays with Speaker Box X, Soul Vibe Sundays, and it just keeps on going into um, the early evening here on Downtown Radio. And then starting on Monday, Scrambled Sunrise with Paleo Dave, our unfrozen caveman. He, he's a five-day-a-week guy, uh, 7 to 9 a.m. every week, and he's a volunteer. Anyway, enough promotions. Head over to Downtown Radio. Check out all these really cool shows, and if you've been missing one, 
uh, chances are good they are back. But what's coming up here on our show? We've got uh, Steve Kazachek. He is our Ward 6 council member, and uh, he represents a good chunk of the show's footprint, downtown, 4th Avenue, University, Main Gate, pretty much everything kind of east of the freeway. Once we go west, we get into a different ward. But I had a chance to chat with him. We'll have that interview coming up next Sunday, talking about some really cool things happening on the economic front and things that might surprise you that are uh, uh, impacting our uh, our local community here. If you ever have topics, ever have any topics you want us to share, head over to our Facebook page, tag us, maybe share what we're doing or share what you're doing, and we'll uh, reciprocate. If you've got a direct email, contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org. You can find our podcasts everywhere, and um, you can also head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past shows. We appreciate all your support. And as we move in here to July, Independence Day, halfway through the year, wish you a great second half of the year. Maybe see you downtown for the fireworks tonight. And as we head out, picked a nice song to exit our show with here in honor of um, our guest today, Julie Bonner talking about our place in space and her company free fall aerospace. So we're going to leave you with some free fallen, but not the version you're used to. This is a cool version by Stevie Nicks from the nineties. And I hope you do enjoy it. Here's free fallen. My name's Tom Heath. Hope you have a great week and tune in next Sunday for more life along the streetcar. <laughs>